Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. Back with Matt, the mortgage guy for our last conversation of 2021. Wow, that year went fast. Yeah, it, it really did. <laughs> no, no kidding, right? <laughs> hey, so what I wanted to do is just sit back here in our catbird seat, get out our crystal balls, which both are broken, and kind of talk about what we think 2022 will be. You ready? I am ready. So let's talk about rates. Let's talk owner rock. I think I saw this morning or maybe, no, it was this morning. The average rate's 3.3, uh, 30-year owner rock. Again, investor loans, probably a half a point higher, maybe four-ish. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you, where do you think rates go you know, a year from now? Where do you think they are? Um, I think that, you know, I might even adjust slightly up from, from previously saying three, six, three, seven, where, you know, it might be three, seven, three, eight. I wouldn't be surprised if it got to four. Yeah. What is happening is exactly what I think was talked about where you're not going to wake up next week and see it a half a percent higher, but slowly, but surely rates are going up. And, And as they change every day, a little bit up, a little bit down, a little bit up, a little bit down. I can look at it. And I looked this morning at like, um, you know, mortgage-backed securities. And since August, um, you know, it does this up and down, but yeah. it's, but it's, it's kind it's of two steps forward, one step back a little. And basically when you get out of the days or minutes or hours, it's, it's definitely going up. I saw the 10-year break 1.51 this morning. Uh, and it's, it's, it's certainly. Yeah, we up. had, we had an alert to lock today because it, it got, it's like at one five five now. Oh, is it? Wow. I haven't looked in the last yeah. couple hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, mortgage backed securities are down 28 basis points. Um, of, of the 40 we have in process, I only had two unlocked. Yeah. Um, if you yeah. like it, lock it. That's locked the both this morning. So, uh, um, you know, I think it, it's funny when, when rates get like a smidge better, people are always just like, Hey, you know, I heard rates got better. And I'm like, it's, it's so insignificant. Don't worry about it. But when rates get worse over time, and, and we're two weeks in, sometimes I want to call people and be like, remember when we like locked up front, and I told you that was a good idea. Like you're welcome. Yeah. You just saved $37 <laughs> a, a month for 30 years. Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just yeah. gave you a $10,000 Christmas gift. It's better than anything else. Anybody put under the tree. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what I, what I would, I, I actually think, I think owner rock loans are going to have a four on it. I, that's what I think. It might be three, nine, nine, three, nine, seven. I'm, I'm calling 4%. I think, I think they get there. I think, I think Powell, well, really what's happening is I think inflation is about to get worse because of those two hidden variables that have been lagging rent and wages are about to hit because they adjust they're, right. they're, uh, There's a delay. I think they're coming and, and uh, Powell's right. got to get a backbone. So yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think again, 4%. Yes. That's a full point higher than where you could have gotten, but you know, in my 21 years, of investing, I certainly would take a 4% mortgage. Right. People have been so spoiled for so long. And I remember, you know, talking to somebody about investment property strategy and I, and, and I was telling them like, I think for you, set it and forget it. And I can't remember what the exact rate was, but it's like, I haven't even looked back at the stuff that I have. It's like sub three and a half percent because it's just like, yeah. you set it and you forget it. And, and there's no reason, you know, on, on, on some properties to go back and extract more equity. Um, yeah. But like sub 4% is still... Mm-hmm amazing sub 5% on 
on investment property. Um, well, I, I, I mean, I haven't been doing, I mean, I've been doing this 20 years. Some of my early loans were in the sevens. Right. And I mean, like a lot of the stuff that was being written 12, 15 years ago, not only did you have a six or a seven, but it was a variable, right? Yes. Now it's like 30 year fixed, yeah. uh, sub 4%. It's amazing. And so, you know, this probably leads into what, what you alluded to earlier is, is what's going to happen with lending. Is lending going to get stricter? Is it going to get easier? I haven't talked about this, but I was thinking about it over the last few days. I'm interested to see if um, because most mortgage companies are expecting a slowdown in total origination, right? Correct. The best players always expect to do more because winners always win, right? Like I expect my business to double in 2022. Um, okay. Even if the pie shrinks, I'm going to eat more of the pie because um, okay. we're just going to have better processes and, and you know, deliver a better product. But I'll be interested if, if, if some of these mortgage companies you know, take, I won't call it drastic measures, but start to do things to say, you know what, like in order to survive, in order to not go down 40, 50%, maybe we start, we may, they come up with, um, you know, 10% down investment property loan. Maybe they come up with something uh, else. Yeah. I'm not sure of it, but, but here's the thing. Well, it's going to go one of two ways. Cause I've been thinking about this and this is why I want to talk about it again. I really think I think transactions in the mortgage industry go down 20 or 30%. Refis being the majority of that. Some purchase, but refis. So that's a problem for big, big box shops who have huge overhead problem. So you're right. One answer could be, let's go create, I'll call it exotic products, call them whatever you want. But basically what they're trying to do is, okay, the pie shrunk, let's create a new product that invites more people in. So they're trying to blow up the balloon, if you will. That's one way it could go. The other way, I'm th- I, I think that's where it might go second half of the year. What I think happens more naturally in the first half is first off, the Fed's going to be out of the market in March, right? They're going to stop buying mortgage-backed securities in March. I think what happens there is there's going to be kind of a reshuffling. And I actually think lending gets harder at least through the first half of next year as the Fed exits, because you don't have that you know, buyer. And that's one of the reasons why I think rates get to 4%, because I think the Fed is a buyer is artificially kept rates lower because it was just easy, right? We're just going to sell to the buyer who has an unlimited appetite. Right, right. What do you think? I yeah, I think I think that that might happen. Um, you know, in terms of you know how strict lending is, uh, COVID we saw tons of overlays, yep. and 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 it got it got strict on top of strict. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those have kind of been stripped. Most all lenders have gone back to like their pre-COVID. Okay. There's no extra right. you know, things. But, you know, my personal opinion um, and at, at the cost of sounding just like an eternal optimist and a, and a complete bull, right? <laughs> is that like there, there is a little bit of room to loosen them, right? And mm. I am not talking about no doc loans. I'm not talking, <laughs> talking about, about liar loans. Come on, loans, right? Like, like nowhere near that. But if, but if on a scale of one to a hundred risk wise, we were at a hundred before, mm. where it was literally like a five eighty credit score, hundred percent financing, and you know didn't even have to provide anything except for state your income. Yeah, like that's a hundred risk, right? Okay. Like if we're in the teens, you know, yeah. or, or twelve or fifteen. I don't think going to 25 is going to break anything. Okay. I don't think it's going to cause a huge meltdown. And so will that happen? I don't know, but I think that there's room to do that. 
and and like we talked about, you know, that might be one way things go because I think refinance volume is slated to be down like 60 plus percent. Yeah. 60%. And so if purchase volume goes up slightly, you know, your 40% decline or 50% decline in total originations mm-hmm. is probably accurate, right? Yeah. And and you know, these companies are, are going to be bleeding for sure. Yeah. Um, and, and they're going to find something to do, um, whether that's come up with a new product, whether that's make existing products a little bit easier to get. Um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting year. The last thing I'm talking about 2022, and I saw this again in the November numbers reported by Redfin and Zillow. Uh, first time home buyers, Matt, down to 26% of the market, normally 34, 35% for scale. First time home buyers are getting smashed. Yeah, and that's something that that uh, is disheartening, right? Yeah, I agree. Because because it's 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 true. And as much as I've talked in the past about, hey, there's still plenty of people that are willing and able to buy if we squeeze out those first timers and we squeeze out the ones that are you know entering the market. It's it, it's not a good thing. Um, yeah. And and so it, it doesn't necessarily you know, the forecast doesn't look super bright no. for somebody who's on the edge, right? On the Very margin, qualifies. yeah. You know, yeah. because higher prices and, and higher mortgage rates it's a bad combination. It any easier, right? Yeah, it, it truly is. And that's why, you know, the um, video I made that I think is, is coming out tomorrow, um, just showing people the numbers. If, if you qualify for a home you like right now and it's a payment you can afford, I do not advise you wait because a half a percent higher in interest rate and 5% higher on price, all of a sudden you've got a payment that's $300 more per month. It, yeah, it's a double whammy. People don't get, it's just math, but it's, I mean, it's bad math. Half a point plus 5%. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that. yeah, pretty soon your your yes goes to a no. Uh, right, yeah. When I, so let me ask you about first-time homebuyers because I think this eventually becomes... I don't know if I want to call it political. I don't know if that's the right word, but basically it becomes something that hits the radar of our president, right? President of the United States. And he's going to go, that's a problem. And I suspect it's HUD. I guess it's HUD that he would probably go, hey, go fix that. And I fully expect sometime 2022, there to be a first time homebuyer program that basically is down payment replacement or assistance or whatever you want to call that. I think they're going to come in and say, hey, if you're trying to buy a home for the first time, here's some money. What do you think? Right. right. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I, and I think that they're, you know, they, they've got a lot of things to consider and the people that understand how this all works, you, I, you know, other great guests of, of mm-hmm. your podcast know that like you, you can't provide that stimulus without factoring in, like, let's not do that and make it, you know, create this huge demand and 10, 15% price increase over six months. Cause then you're hurting the people you're trying to help. Yeah. And, and so something's gotta be done there, but I mean, I agree with it too. And you know, you're somebody who loves real estate. I'm somebody who loves real estate. I love owning real estate. I want to see the people that own zero real estate, get their first, Absolutely. maybe their second, right? Like I don't want it all to me. You don't want it all to you. And so, you know, if they create something that works and that works is the key word because they got to stay on the ladder. Getting on the property ladder is not interesting to me. It's staying on the property ladder. Right. That's the and, that's, and that's, and that's something I talked about too. When I was talking to a realtor who was in Georgia about just like, 
different demographics, right? And and like I we don't want to just hand money and say best of luck to you. Hmm. We want to educate. We want to say like we're not going to give you a mortgage at a 580 credit score with zero percent down because we know that that defaults. Yeah. Like there like there's data behind it, yeah. and it's not us being discriminatory. It's us saying this is bad. It's a bad you, loan, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, we're your parents, and 75 pieces of candy is going to be bad for your belly. Yeah. We're yeah, not going to let you do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and so yeah, we got we got to figure out a way to to responsibly get people on the ladder, and like you said have a plan in place that keeps them on the ladder. Yeah. It's staying on. It's important. Getting on it, uh, getting on the property ladder and getting kicked out, which happened last time hurts generations. There are kids now in their twenties that will never want to own a home because they were teenagers or, you know, 10, 11, when their parents lost their home, that sticks with you. Right. Yeah. Right. So the last thing I wanted to ask you, I don't know if it happens next year, but certainly I think it happens in the next couple of years is the introduction of a 40 year mortgage. I think it only comes to owner ox back to this whole, let's help Let's help uh, first-time home buyers. I believe we're going to be talking about 15-year mortgages, 30-year mortgages, and 40-year mortgages as a standard product. You think that happens in 2022 or is it maybe 2023? Maybe. I feel like there's like, you know, may, maybe this, the the modifications they are putting people into um, when they exit a four That was parents. a taste, I think. I was yeah. going to say like a little tester, right? Like, yeah. let's see how this goes. Um, but, you know, I, for one... You know, I talked to somebody who was who was on my live on Monday and kind of gave them my warnings, you know, about like what I don't like about the 40 year. Mm -hmm. But while I might dislike portions of it, if it helps this first time home buyer get into a home and, you know, I don't like it because you're only paying such a small fraction towards principal because it's stretched out over such a period of time. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have you do that and actually be in a home, you mm -hmm. know, and be able to afford the payment live in the neighborhood you like versus not buying at all. Yeah. Um, but, um, but again, the, the, as you know, right, we talk about programs. And again, I think if you throw the 40 year, even if it's out there, just owner rocks, like investors, no go 30 year right, only. Right. You, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Then no. people are going to justify bad deals. Yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> but it's just going to have prices. I mean, prices will just immediately. I did some rough math. I had to assume the same interest rate, but prices can increase 12%. And, you know, maybe they don't go up 12, but if they go up seven, that only helps the per people that own already. Doesn't really help the buyers, right? Yeah. Then you're you got a higher interest rate, and so you know the banks are making more money. They're really yeah. interest heavy up front, you know, and very then, heavy. Yeah. Then then you're always going to get people that are like, oh yeah, this is you know not helping these people. It's hurting. But you know if it's somebody who gets a forty year fix, the payment's not going to change. Yeah. And it's at or less than what they're paying in rent, and they're able to you know change that trajectory of, of that family forever. We yeah. know yeah. that homeowner versus renter no net worth is 45 X. And so, yeah, there, there's some good to come out. All this stuff is great in theory In practice. You got to make sure you got guardrails on it so that it, you know, there's no unintended consequences or at least as, as, you know, avoiding the ones that you can. Mm -hmm. and, and then it's not hurting the people it's trying to help. Yeah. Very cool. So again, I think 2022 is going to be an interesting year for the mortgage business. I think uh, the mortgage business will shrink, right? Transaction volumes. I think the investors and homeowners will have lots to think about. Higher rates, programs, 40-year mortgage perhaps might get tighter in the beginning and then looser. I think there's a lot of exciting things. But one thing you have to do if you're a one rental at a time fan is you have to reach out to Matt, the mortgage guy. How do you want them to do that? Go to greatmortgagebroker.com. Let us know where you're at, how we can help. Promise to get in touch with you. 
Um, we talked about this before where you were saying, you know, everybody loves you. Great reviews. I found one. I found one where we dropped the ball. I actually just contacted him this morning and said, we dropped the ball. So-and-so was supposed to call you. They didn't. So, uh, you know, an, an out-of-state person who I would um, have connected with this person, I'm going to personally handle it and make sure I, I, I make it right. Because like I told the team, Good. Um, I've only got one reputation. That's all I got. Only t- yeah, that's that's <laughs> the beauty. That's why Matt, the mortgage guy is here. He's not a big box guy. He's not l- leaning on AI or hard selling tactics, which just annoy me. He's here to serve. Hey, and if you get some business and referrals, all the better. So Matt, thank you very much again. Greatmortgagebroker.com. Com. Yes, yeah. sir. You nailed it. Awesome. I'm going to get right. that right eventually. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Uh-huh.